0: Shoes. Recorded live. Well, good evening. My name is
1: Reverend Ernest Miller. I thought I'd speak up this time rather than holding up forty. 40- Seconds of space. This show is about prayer and healing. But if nobody calls in for prayer or healing, then I just try to speak on some things that I learned about or seen, and try to pass it on. The world got a whole lot of strange things in it. Today's date is four ten seventeen, and if you need prayer after this show. My number is 410-385-1231. That's 410-385-1231. Now, on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 o'clock, Eastern Standard Time, 6 o'clock Central Time, we have another show that comes on that's prayer and on when it has a prophet on there. And it's her show, and the calling number on that is five one six four one eight five five one six, like I say, if you're up here on the east coast it's seven o'clock, and if you're on middle middle of the ways down, that's central, and it's at six o'clock, but tune in, God is working all the time. I mean, I, people have been blessed on the, on both shows, really, but Like I say, I do a lot of talking, but if you feel you need to stop me, you do it. I'm talking because nobody's asking for a prayer or healing. But other than that, I just tell you about things that I know about the Bible, what I've seen, what God has shown me, and that I do. Right now, I got to find out if I'm broadcasting or not. Is anybody there?
0: I hear you. I hear you Miller. Miller. Okay, good enough.
1: Thank you. Well, like I say, a lot of times these shows, I, I really, really don't have too much to say because, you know, you do them every week and Some stuff you have to go over and over, and then some stuff you see that's new. And I promise God that if I found out something, I would let the people know it. Because if they don't know it, how can they be held accountable for it? You know, the Bible says in there that if a man is basically a savage and he has never heard about God or Jesus Christ and his rules in this household is if the wife drops a potato on the floor, he can kill her. He's not guilty because he has no law. But when you know the law now, once he learns God and what God expects of him and the in the the regular law and he does that, he's going to jail and he's still a he's a sinner in God's eyesight. You know, I for the first time my brother yesterday he had his whole family to go to church. He asked me to go with him. So I did. And I sit there. And they were talking about Jesus going up on a cross and dying, you know, and Hosanna. They lay in palm trees, uh, things out in front of them. They closed the palms and all that. And I say that was good, but it it was dead. I'm sorry. It, it was dead. I didn't feel no Holy Ghost in that place at all. None. You got a preacher on a microphone, and I'm not bad-mouthing or nothing, but i I tell you what I've seen. They talk so loud, hollering the microphone, that you really can't understand them. Then the microphone wasn't clear. That made it even worse. And I'm saying, you're a church. I know you got to know that this, this mic ain't, ain't working like that. You know, you send your child to school, the teacher talks to your child so that they can hear them. And they talk. They don't scream and yell, but they, they talk so that they can pick up the volume of what they're saying because they want them to learn because if they get the child to learn, they look good also. And that's the same way it should be in a church. It's not about how loud I can yell and scream and, you know, stuff like that there. It's do you get my message. If you come in there, I, I've had some people sometime when I was in church, I said, what did the preacher preach about? Oh, he had a good sermon. I said, no, that ain't what I asked you. I said, what did he preach about? Something about um, so-and-so. But they, they, really, they really didn't know. They really didn't know. And I'm not going to say church has to be born, but the church has got to, I'm telling you, has got to invite the Holy Spirit in. They have to. You have to let the Holy Spirit have His way. I've said a hundred times, I've been in churches where until Miss So and so things, Holy Spirit just going to have to wait because that's what's on the agenda. Seven things got to be in a row, and they're going to go down them seven things and they're not going to break the cycle of it. And if the Holy Spirit comes there, He just has to wait. And it shouldn't be. It's His church. He comes there yesterday the lady was they were dragging her towards me. She was bent all over and I asked the young man, I said, What's wrong with her? He said she got chest pains. And so she said the same thing. So I put my hand on her chest. Nothing happened. I said she'll be all right. And I felt she would be. But nothing happened. I was kinda uh thought of startled myself that you know, God didn't do something because I know usually when God let me pray with people, He's Holy Ghost is right there. He's, you know, but I don't know. I really don't know. I don't. I I I've seen that person before, but I don't know. It was just I just didn't feel right. I talked to the to the bishop or whatever he was there. he was a presiding elder, which goes around the different churches. I talked to him for a few minutes, and I was telling him about the circumstances that I had and stuff like that there. But, you know, in my heart, I believe he couldn't have helped me. If he had laid hands on me, I don't believe he could have helped me. He couldn't have helped me one bit. I called in and asked for a prayer on a show on, um, when is it, Thursday night. Oh, yes, sir, man of God. Yes, sir. We're going to pray for you. Blum, blah, 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 Say, what, what seems to be your problem? I say, I'm just, wild, I'm just tired. Okay, we're going to pray for you. And after they prayed for me and everything, then the lady says, If you're a servant of God, she was talking to the people. She wasn't talking to me. Don't get me wrong. She wasn't talking to me. But listen to what she said. If you are a servant of God, you don't get tired. You don't get weary. See, this is why I say people don't read the Bible. Because God has been weary. God was tired. He rested. And I'm not God. And I'm I'm much weaker than he is. But when you're trying to impress people about what you know, you need to know what you know. Do you get tired before before you lay down in the bed? You don't you don't jump in the bed while you wide and everything. You go to bed because you're tired. Anybody? It didn't it didn't. I just said I was tired. I just asked for strength. That's all. But the people. It's amazing. It's amazing how many people want you to think that they they know God. They know God. I, man, I'm me and God we just, we like two shoes. No. I me personally, I could care less whether you knew God was with me or not. Because I had most of the time God points out people who he wants me to go to. I don't I don't be looking for it. sometime I'll stand there and I'll see a person that's just like I would say, excuse me, you have pain in your body? Yes, sir, my back. It's more backs and knees than the, the, the devil know where to attack you yeah, at. Keep you from walking. Keep you from moving. You can't go nowhere. You can't fellowship with nobody. That's where he attacks you And you say, okay, what do I do? A lot of people call me. I pray to God. God healed them. I've been on this internet now since 2010. And I am amazed at the people that will not come nowhere near me for prayer. Even though they're hurting. I I see what they're saying. I'm in the hospital. Can you pray for me? Phone number right there. Meditation with the Holy Spirit right there. It ain't me. It's like, God showed me where to lead you. You don't do it. How can you complain? How can you complain? I have people say, my child is this, in the hospital, this, that, and the other. I type in and give me a call. (laughs) Okay, they call. They call, I'm a millionaire. And I don't understand it. What is it that you believe? You don't believe God still works with people? You know, you believe George Byer, you believe, Meyer, you believe uh, Benny Hinn, you believe T.D. Jakes, you believe Stefano Dollar, you believe all of them. But why? I mean, is it because I don't have a big ministry? I've been doing this since 82. I write every day that God lets me pray with somebody. I got a book over here I write it You need to see it sometime. You would be shocked. There's more miracles in that book than there is in the Bible. And I'm telling you, there's all God's doing, not mine. Everything that's in there is about God. God showed me to go pray with somebody. I don't know if I said this last week about the lady that was blocking up the gas station pump. And so I had to go to the second one. And when I went past I was a little upset because she could have pulled up as I went past, just to show you how things work out, I knew her. Attitude changed right away. Why? Why should my attitude change? I should have still been upset. But because I knew her, it, it made a difference. And that shouldn't be so. But I, 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 I spoke to her. She spoke back and gave me a hug. And I say, whoa, I got this. I just felt heat go all through my body. I say, what is wrong? What, what kind of pains do you have? She said, Both of my hands and my arms. I got carpal tunnel. I'm going to have an operation. I said, No, you won't. I said, Put your hands on my hands. Put both of your hands in my hands. And I started praying. And God God removed it right then and there. She was bending her wrists around in a circle. She was swinging her arms. She said, It's gone. I said, Thank you, Jesus. She did. She gave me a hug. I went on. I was still trying to get in the door so I could go pay for my gas. The young man said, Hey, mister. I said, Yeah. You giving out prayers? I said, Yeah. He said, Can you pray for me? I said, Yeah. But I had to warn him. I said, I said, You're going to ask me to pray for you, but it's not a game. He said, No, sir. He said, I need protection. I said, Okay. I said, I ain't going to I looked around first. I said, I ain't going to ask you what you need protection from, but I will pray for you. Well, I prayed for the young man, and the young man looked at me, and he got kind of scared after we had finished praying. And I was trying to figure out what was wrong. And then it was the Holy Ghost saying, he he seems more clear than he ever had in his life. And I asked him, I say, everything look brighter to you? He said, yes, sir, I did not know how to tell you that, but yeah. That's, that's kind of scary. Weird. I said, it ain't weird. That's God. Ain't that who you pray to? He said, yes, sir.
0: I said, and that's who it is. I said, it's God. I said, don't, don't, don't. I said, you, you need to
1: know who your God is. And so I went on, and as I was coming out, I held the door for a man, and I went to my car, and I got my gas, and the man was coming back. And he was a big guy. He said, Man, I like that car. He said, Is it fast? I said, You won't catch it. He bust out laughing, because I was looking at his car. And he said, I say, You in pain? I say, cause I'm picking up something. He said, yeah, my back. God let us pray. God took the pain away from his back. We gave God the glory. I got in my car and I drove off. All this was been 15 minutes. That's all. 15 minutes. I said, ain't this something? Not, you never know where God is going to use you, but you got to be ready when he calls you. If, you, if I had said to the lady, oh, yeah, right, you're the one holding me against it, even though I know you, I ain't talking to her, and kept on going, the lady wouldn't have been blessed. But that's what God wanted her to be. He wanted her to be blessed because he had to get my attention. If she was up there, I probably wouldn't have even seen her And she was at the right when she was at. But he made her be there so that I would have to see her. He had that young man to stand there, and he had the other guy. He was blessing them. I got in my car, and about a couple of days the other day, I, I went the young man. I saw him again. He said, sir, how are you doing? I said, I'm fine. What about you? He said, I'm good, man. He said, I am protected. I am protected. <clears throat> I said, well, that's good. I said, just keep worshiping God and thanking him every day and make sure you repent. And if you read your Bible correctly, Sacrifices to God was okay, but you had to repent. God is trying to tell you how to stay out of hell. He's trying to tell you how to do that by repenting. Once you start repenting, you'll start giving up some things. You might not give it up right away. Because, Lord, it sure didn't take me, a, a, you know, I didn't give up them women right away, but I ended up giving them up, though. But it's just the thing that God... When he, wants, he he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. You might not, because your mind is the size of a pea as to com- compare to a boulder, a big mountain. Look at a big mountain and put your mind to it. That's, a, that's the difference. You can't even comprehend what God is thinking. He ain't going to try. All I want him to do is part of that mountain. See me. See me and know that I love him. I'm willing. He ain't got to force me. I'm willing to work for him. I want to work for him. But people, they say, I'm going to preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. Don't try to impress on no people. Try to make sure they understand it. If you're going to pray to God, believe your prayers. That's what you got to do. You, you repent first, and then you, you, you pray to God. Believe what you're saying. Believe what you're saying. Sometimes, you know, if you're in pain or something like that, and especially if you know me, a lot of times God will put me on your mind, even though you're still in pain and you do not pray to him. And they call, he'll call you, take it away. But he, he's giving me work. The more I do, the more practice I get. That's the difference. I, I, I get a whole lot of practice, but I'm saying that I don't know. Maybe I'm boring you, but it's just that I'm, i i really—I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing nothing. It's almost like you're talking to a wall, then you turn around and expect the wall to say something back. That's the way it looks. People that they—they go off. I was telling my granddaughter the day, I say, I said, you see that lady on television? I say she just cussed that lady out. And then she said, oh, honey, I'm so sorry. I said, remember one thing. Words that come out of your mouth you can't take back. You cannot take them back. I don't care how sorry you are. You just said it. And once you said it, that person knows it. That part of the devil came out of you. I said, because it would have been just as easy not to say nothing. I was on the job for 43 years, and it looked like every day they were trying to fire me, especially after my my favorite chief died when they put them other people in. Man, they, oh, my God. Miller, yeah. Somebody told me you slapped that boy upside the head. I say, in your point, What are you slapping for? I say, read the report. I'm asking you. I, I said, I'm telling you, read the report. Why you can't tell me? I say, because I might say something that's not in the report. Read the report, because that's what's going to court. I read the report. I see why you slapped him. I say, okay. I say, when his mother come up there, you, you can explain the same thing to her, or she can come down here. I Well, what did you slap him for? I say, because he hit me. I say, once you hit me, I'm allowed to slap you upside your head. I thought I should have knocked him out. They got on the internet, one of my buddies up at the school there, he slapped the boy outside the head two or three times and kicked him in the butt. But the boy spit in his face. And they didn't say nothing about that. They charged him. They charged him. He thought the boy was outside, but somebody was filming him with a telephone. But I, I say to him, and I, I'm, he lost his job, but I say to him, you got a problem with somebody, take them in your office. Ain't nobody in there. Now, if he wants to talk and get froggy and all that, ain't nobody there. Ain't no cameras and nothing in, in your office. And that's where I would bring them in there and sit and talk to them. I said, let me tell you something. Out there, you had all your buddies, and you were running your mouth. I said, I'm going to give you an order. You don't have to obey it, but you will wish you had a I'm going to tell you, sit your butt in that chair and keep your mouth shut. You look at him, I say, don't even look at me, just sit down. They would sit down. But a lot of times they were with their friends. I was watching on TV the other day. Old man walking down the street. Teenagers come out of school, they jump on him. They jumped on him and beat the man up. Man, over 60-some years old. What for? What for? Satan is just running rampant. If I'm walking down the street and I see a bunch of teenagers, I get over by the wall and I take my shirt and pull it up over my pistol and I keep my overcoat right on down. And you can hit me if you want to. I ain't got nothing to say to you. All I'm going to say, I hope you went to church Sunday because you know who you're going to meet. I ain't letting nobody beat me up. I ain't letting nobody put their hands on me. I got a thing called a slapjack. It's got a piece of steel in it. You smack somebody in the mouth with that, they will go to church for the next six years. That's how bad that thing is. But see, I, I my, my feet are kind of messed up, so I can't really walk like I want to. But if I was walking normal, I, I wouldn't even worry about them. I, I wouldn't. I, I walk down the street. I make sure they all stay to my left. They can do what they want. I would battle all of them. I wouldn't care. 'cause because I tell you like this here once you're in a fight and they see two or three of their buddies dropping on the ground they ain't getting back up they ain't charging they don't want none of that they ain't charging if you're in any of those states where they allow you to buy a taser buy a taser and when he come up on you and, he, and he, he grab you to hit you hug him put that taser to him just put it to him he'll be on the ground you'll have one of them there Which if you don't have nobody else you'll have him because he can't get up, those tasers will knock you out. You know, people say, well, I depend on God. God, said, You know, David, I think it was Abner that David told, say, you die like a fool. He said, you were holding on the horns of the altar, and they came and killed you, and you had a sword. You're going to die, fight. And that's what I believe. If I got to go down, I ain't going down a, how about I wish? Maybe you might wish when I get finished with you. But the thing is, God give you common sense. He give it to you, and you can't even find it. Can't even find it. This devil that's out there has been running so rampant. He's been running so invisible. He has taken the world, the, 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 the world over. He got people. A man to tell you strap a bomb on your chest and walk down into that mall and. Blow yourself up and kill, kill 40, 50 people. Now, Allah going to give you seven women. Did you read that? Did you read that? I think Allah would have had to tell me and say, hey, Mill, yeah. Yeah, bro, when you get up here, I got seven women waiting for you. Okay. How about let me come up there first and see what they look like? You know, or better still. you the one with the little round hat on his head and the goatee and the, and the beard. Uh, You strap it on and show me how it's done. You go down to the mall, and when I see what you did, I'll get the next one. Always got a fool that will follow a fool. They, you know, they they said they were staging that chemical thing over there in Syria. And some say they blew up the airport, but they said planes were still taking off. Fifty-nine missiles. How much did they cost? How much did they cost each missile? Dollar and fifty cents? Not likely. And you go if you're gonna blow up something, blow up them jokers that's over there that's fighting against our troops. Blow them up. ISIS. Uh, the Obamas made ISIS. Obama and Hillary Clinton. They gave them weapons. And they, they they were supposed to supposed to fight against the jihad or whatever it was. They gave them weapons and everything, and then they, they supplied. They were going to give twenty of our best airplanes to the the Brotherhood of Muslims or something like that. There, and they were going to give them a whole bunch of Abram tanks, which is the baddest thing out there. They were going to give them forty or something like that on them, but the they would just use them against our troops. We have no business being in the Middle East unless the Middle East attack us. If you attack us, I, I would do like you did Germany. I would do like you did Japan. Wipe you out. Because that's what they're going to do to you. That's exactly what they're going to do to you. You know, I was in the kitchen and I was listening to the God I was just listening. I ain't talking about, hey, Ernest, how you doing? And No. It was like, I don't know, just something come to your mind, they were thinking. You know, and God was letting me know, you know, the United States got a lot of Jews in it. Remember, when Moses and them went across the water, they set up a, a altar in the middle of the water? water. Um, he says that one side one stayed on one side, the other side stayed on the other side, and then Somebody heard about it, and one of the tribes wanted to go fight the rest of them. He said, that, and the guys, after they explained to why they had built that, that all that they had was to let them know that the other families were on one side and we were on this side. Then they, they all the all warriors went on back home. Well, what God did with the United States was blessed tremendously. There was not another country in the world better than the United States. I told you before. Once you kick them out, you lost. You lost. One woman caused the world a whole bunch of problems. But God is saying to you, "I'm back. I'm giving you another chance." Hillary ain't it. Hillary ain't it. What they say, Russia, Russia decide they were going to be on the side of the Syrians. Well, if you were bombing the Syrians, why now are you on the side of the Syrians? But now, all of a sudden, they back down. I don't think Donald Trump want a war. Somebody said, we're getting ready to go to war. I don't think he wants a war. But I think if they had to go to war, it ain't going to be no war. I mean, if he send. 59 missiles just for an airport. What are you going to send for the country? We have it. That's why North Korea is scared about South Korea down there, where they're building up down there now. But God said in the Bible there would be wars and rumors of wars. But don't even concern yourself. That's just the beginning. Ain't nobody paying no attention to that. Well, I'm an old guy anyway, so... I don't know how long God is going to let me stay down here. But I know one thing. I'm going to pray for everybody I get my hands on. I'm going to pray for them, and I'm going to ask God to heal them. I'm going to ask God to show his power to them. Because since 1982, I haven't taken one penny for praying for people, and they getting healed. Because it ain't my... My healing, if God just does the healing, I would be robbing him. If I said, oh, yeah, give me the money. And I could do that. Believe me, I know a lot of people want to send me money and stuff like that. Lady said, sir, where can I send you a donation? I said, when you find my address, let me know. Huh? I said, yeah. yeah. I don't know your address. I said, I know. Don't worry about it. I, I, I didn't pray for you to. Pay me, pay God, give Him His worship, His praise, His glory. Yes, sir. I'm telling you, once you get prayed for and you feel the power of God on you, you're a new. Say you're a new creature. You are new. You you know the difference. Now you can go back to your old ways and everything like that. There, but you know the difference. You for that for that time that you're at, go on the, on the YouTube and do uh, Reverend Miller's meditation with the Holy Spirit. See what happened to you. Day, day, do what, it, what, it, what I say for you to do on there. Day, i tell you what. One girl called me up, and she was in the Philippines. She said, they're going to make your name a national holiday. She said, I have been before God. I wasn't doubting her because I know God was there. You people that are sick in your body, I go in a lot of groups. And I post my show. You're sick in your body. You have pain. But you say, I don't believe him. Thank you. And the best I can say to you is enjoy your pain. It's just like Jesus sitting there waiting for you to come to him. And you you go to the witch doctor. I'm not Jesus. But I know how to find him. I know where he is? He let me know it. Him, the Father, and the Holy Spirit told me we are always with you. We are always with you. But I don't. I don't have to hunt for him. I know where they at. I know what to say to, to get their attention. But I bow. I bow to God, and I thank Him for the privilege of trusting me. And make me know that I find some kind of favor with him to do what he's letting me see him do. And with that in mind, y'all have a nice week. I'll see you back here next Monday. And behave yourself. Worship God. Make
0: sure you repent first. Good night. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you. Hello? Hello? Hello?